Good morning, right, good afternoon, you, or good Bruce. evening, wherever and whenever you are. You're listening to the Rich and Raina Show with Rich O'Brien and Raina Lacero. He's also doing something I'm Matt else Prince, now here at Rich and Raina. I think I've heard rumors that he's, he's bringing the train to town. Yeah, we're going to choo-choo right in this, in right. this town. Uh, welcome, Matt. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about this railroad because things are popping now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, some exciting stuff going on lately. We continue to add more storage cars that uh, you know is helping us on low hanging fruit. You know, generating a little bit of revenue. We did. Uh, we got a couple of new to us locomotives in. Uh, We've seen them. Boy, yeah. they're beautiful things. Yeah, they uh, the paint job on those things turned out great. Uh, Hayden Soloviev, uh, Stefan's son, um, actually designed the uh, the paint scheme. And Stefan is Stefan is the uh, the owner of the railroad. Owner of the railroad. I, I was we were talking before we went on, and I was asking about uh, the relationship that you have with the railroad. Can you explain that so that everybody will get it? Yeah. So the railroad is the Colorado Pacific. And the, it's owned by Stefan Soloviev, uh, who um, everybody in the area knows his name. Uh, he owns Crossroads Ag and the newly formed Weskin Grain uh, out near uh, Plainview. And um, so my company, CWC Rail, we are, uh, we are contracted with the railroad and with Stefan to operate and maintain the property, to manage the property for him. So, so that he doesn't have to worry about or be involved in the actual operation. Correct. You have a contract with him so that you do that. Correct. And that's, you've had a lot to do then with bringing the whole thing together here, if I understand that correctly. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, we've, we've been on the property, um, handling all the day-to-day operations. Um, obviously, it started with Stefan. So the logo and all of that is new. Everything is new. Yes. So yeah, when you the, hear... Okay. The Colorado Pacific logo, which I'm sure most people in town have seen on the, the front of the, uh, the new locomotives parked at the elevator, um, it was actually a, a contest to design that logo, Stefan put out a contest to design that logo on social media and um, offered a, a cash prize for whoever came up with the logo that he chose. And um, Tori Eulen actually designed uh, the Colorado Pacific logo and uh, did a phenomenal job with it. So did you enter the contest right now? I did not. I'm, <laughs> that's not my, my forte. So I'm glad that, to hear that it was Tori that that did that though she's really talented yes yeah it's happy it's a happy day because i think uh, I, I don't know how many people i've talked to who said uh boy we're gonna have a railroad we're trying to finally have a railroad because this yeah. was a this was a railroad town yeah uh, basically history. every town in kiowa county is was a railroad town did you I, i'm sure you know the story uh and i don't know the details i just know about a guy named eads Built a bridge over the Mississippi. There's also a Eads, Tennessee. There you go. And I've had many things shipped to Eads, Tennessee on accident. Yeah. <laughs> I had never heard that story. And and that bridge over the railroad was a guy that came through here and 
I guess laid track. I don't know what he did, but he was about the business of putting a railroad through here. Mm -hmm. so that's, I'm glad to know that story because I get people that say, Eads, where's Eads? And what do they do there? And I, I don't know, the, is there a history to it? You know, well, yes, as a matter of fact, just like the rest of the West. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, really, that's really great. What about, I want to ask about the track. Okay. Because I don't, I know nothing. You take me from zero all the way up. Uh, there are different kinds of tracks. Am I right? Well, there are different classes of track. And so, um, Betsy mentioned that in the article in the paper that we currently run a class two track, which is up to 25 miles an hour. And so there are five classes of track, okay. one through five. Um, class one is up to 10 miles an hour. I think class three is up to 40 or something like that. So I, it allows you certain speed depending yeah. on, I guess, the, the kind of metal it is? Well, no, not necessarily the kind, depending on the conditions. Oh. So you have to have a certain number of good cross ties within a 39 foot range. And that 39 feet is moving. So you can't have, you know, 10 good cross ties in this 39 feet, move it three feet to the east and have six. So you have to have evenly spaced cross ties that can uh, uh, oh. hold the weight. So, um, it gives me some idea of what, what's going on there, but I, I'm, I'm interested in the grain part of this, the grain storage. That's a big part of why this railroad exists, am I not right? No, it's 100% a, it's a why this railroad exists. It's, Stefan bought it to protect, um, protect service here for him and other farmers. So... In the article this week um, in the Cuyahoga County Independent, Betsy Barnett wrote an article about the new locomotives, and she touches on there a little bit about the Weskin, is it Weskin Grain? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, Weskin Grain. So, um, Stefan's group, he will be mostly, the, is he the only person that's going to be using those elevators? Yes. Okay. And then, so anyone that, you know, goes through Bartlett or, um, is it Schooler? Schooler. Schooler. Yeah. I mean, will they will eventually potentially be able to benefit also from the yeah. railroad? Yeah, uh, Schooler and Haswell has service right now. Oh, okay. So if they called tomorrow and said they wanted to load a train, we'd bring it in and help them get it loaded. Okay. Um, yeah, they anybody located on the line has the same option that, that Weskin Grain has. Okay, so I guess to, under, to I guess understand it and to describe it better, how this is actually going to help the local farmers is hmm. it's going to be cheaper for Bartlett or Schooler to export that grain, yeah. correct? Their transportation mm -hmm. costs are going to, going to be better. And then so that is going to get that, you know, it's going to get passed down to the local farmer that's not going to pay. Right. Or, you know, that they'll get paid more for They'll the be paid more, yes. So, I mean, that's big. I have, yeah. I grew up in a farming <laughs> family and my brother-in-law, he really depends on, you know, the grain elevators and and every cent counts, so that's, yeah. that's really exciting news. Well, and it, you know, it's exciting to have some more competition in the area. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, competition almost always drives up commodity prices. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it opens up, you know, it opens up the opportunity to go to different markets. Um, you know, you're not 
you're not paying a huge truck freight bill to go right. to the Gulf or go to the West Coast or go to Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's really going to open up opportunities for for these for the farmers um, and better is, prices at the elevators. So. I'm sure they're looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? Uh, you know, it's interesting to me that there are three people in this room and each of us has a limited or no limited, no limit idea of what's going on with this railroad. I, I thought of it this way. Here you are, Matt, you, you, you're a railroad guy. I mean, your whole yeah. history yeah. is railroads, whether it's here or somewhere else. Right. So you know about the gauge of the tracks and the, yeah. what the you know, all of these details. Raina lives here. She has seen the changes, or, or at least they've taken place in, in her life or the life of her parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's benefited or understands it in a way. And then there's me, and I don't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not from here, and I've never... Uh, you know what I knew about railroads? That you cross them. Yeah. Or that you can count the cars. If you're, if you're a little ki- kid, mm-hmm. you count the cars as they go by. Uh, this is a real eye-opening day for me, or time mm-hmm. for me, to, to understand what's behind yeah. having all this done. Because when you're a, a kid, or if you grow up in this country, railroads just occur. Yeah. You know. So you well, did so it. many, you know, so many of these towns in the West were they were built by railroads, right? You know, right. yeah. And we're so sparsely populated out here that yeah. And see, that. until you've told me this, my my goal in crossing a railroad was just to get across it, and so I was I was hopping across them almost <laughs> you know, in my car. My car would go up and down, and you warned me. That I'd better learn how to stop at the railroad. Yes, sir. And so now I'm intimidated mm-hmm. because there's one railroad crossing that I take quite often, and that's the one that crosses over um, Riggers. Riggers, yeah. Is it Riggers? Yeah, yes, that's right. And I, that's what I use a lot. I stop at that thing, man. I'm, I'm, I am a good citizen. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't want to thank you. I want to I want to understand more about the crew. I noticed in the article in the paper Mm -hmm. names of some individuals who are who are trained. What do they do? What are the different duties of these crew members? Well, so Larry Taylor is our roadmaster, uh, and that so he is he's takes care of the track. He's a track guy. Okay. Chance and Tony are both uh, certified conductors and working on uh, certified Chance as an engineer. And so they are trained guys. So now, so conductors, you mean they oper- operate the train? Engineer operates the train. Okay, the conductor so controls the movement by telling the engineer which way and how far to go. Oh, see? Learned something there. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So the so you have an engineer. Yeah, you got a guy sitting in the seat on the control stand, and then your conductor's typically on the ground, you know, pulling pins, oh. telling you how far to go, when to go, 
which way. So they would be there to, uh, now the engineer is going to be pretty well uh, aware, isn't he, of what's on the track? Yeah, but sometimes you may have a 120 car train and you can't see the tail of it. You're going to have that much? Uh, a unit train is, is typically over 100 cars. Most of the time around 120. We're never going to get across those tracks. <laughs> <laughs> are, are the uh, crossings going to be changed at all? No. no when right? we first came on the property, we eliminated nine of the signal crossings um, and replaced four that were on state highways. Oh. The state makes those determinations based on train traffic, based on vehicle traffic. And uh, so they they say what goes where as far as crossing signals or just the crossing signs. Hmm. So we so we're not going to have any arms coming down or anything like that in town. Not, not in needs. Not in needs. I was kind of looking forward to that. We, I signed a petition. <laughs> we. I thought that was going to be cool. But I am stopping, and that's the main thing. Even though it just says yield, mm -hmm. I'm I'm stopping. Good. I'm I'm in, I'm into um, when it comes to things like this. I'm into looks and cosmetics. I guess you could call it. Um, the logo is new for. Well, I don't know if yours is, but uh, for the train itself, that's yeah. a new logo. Mm -hmm. The color decisions. Uh, as to this beautiful, it's a wonderful blue. Oh, it, I tell you, it really turned out nice. It, it stands out, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people are going to look at that and know. Not what, too, not too bad for a couple of fifty-year-old locomotives, huh? Yeah. Is so that where, what they are? Yeah. where do you get those paintings at? Where did they come from? So the company that we're leasing them from, uh, they've got two shops: one in Mount Vernon, Illinois; one in Paducah, Kentucky. And they one was painted in Paducah, and one was painted in, in uh, Mount Vernon. So. Wow! And they look the same. Yep. And fifty years old. Yeah, they're both right around nineteen seventy models. But I guess I don't know. Is that considered an old car? Or? Uh, it depends. You know, short line railroads, these are great for short lines. You know, we're not, we're not going from here coast to, to coast. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the class one railroads, the UPs, the BNSFs of the world, they're going to need something a little more, um, a little newer. Sure. But you know, these things are in great shape. Um, well, we, they, they we got them in last week and I brought them into town and, uh, yeah, they're, they're ready to pull some freight. Good. So can you talk to us a little bit about the distribution that you potentially could be looking into? Yeah. Um, is that with the, the transmission lines that are going in? For the Potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily have anybody that I've spoken to directly outside mm -hmm. of trying to throw some ideas around. Uh, but, with the location of Eads right on 287, there's so much truck traffic north-south. Mm -hmm. 96 is starting to get a little bit busier with the east-west traffic. And, you know, there's no reason why we couldn't bring really any commodity in by rail, um, unload it, 
store it either whether that's outside storage inside storage and then reload it to truck or vice versa bring stuff in by truck and load to rail when you do that is that done by contract uh, with whatever outfit is going to deliver certain things to you and then you pick it up or how does that work well so if it's something that's coming in by rail we would go out pick it up at our interchange from whoever, whatever railroad is bringing it to us, BNSF or UP, then we would bring it by rail back to Eads. We would operate a distribution center. So I would have people mm. to unload the cars and then put it in storage or put it directly onto a truck. And that's what you were looking at, mm -hmm. wasn't it, Randy? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because if you have, well, I guess I know what I'm trying to ask. So ask it, <laughs> you probably got a better fix on it. I'm trying to figure out how, how the relationship is between the other commodities, other people and the, the railroad, this local railroad. Yeah, so obviously with the transmission lines and the wind towers coming in over the next year or two, oh, yeah. um, that's gonna be the low hanging fruit. So I would reach out to whoever XYZ company, XYZ cable company that may be bringing wire in for transmission lines. I say, hey, look, where are these coming from? Do you have access to rail there? Um, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then mm -hmm. we offered, they say, yes, we have access to rail. I was like, great, we have a distribution center. And so we can unload your box cars of wire and store it until your crews that are building the lines need the materials. How do you unload that? How, how it, I mean, it depends on what the commodity is. I mean, either cranes, forklifts, you know, but are these guys that are trained, are they going to be able to do that? Or do you oh, have yeah. to hire outside? No, sir. We'll do that. They'll do that. Even yeah. if it's these huge, uh, wire things what you know call yeah. mm -hmm. of, of wire oh it's going to be I've fun done, to watch I've, I've set up a number of distribution centers over the years and uh it's uh and operated them as well so it's not as complicated as it sounds to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, the, but i believe in like, so, you know, all of my guys, with the exception of Larry, Larry is pretty well dedicated to track and because that's where we need him, his focus to be. But um, all of our guys, any employees that we have, we cross train in every position. And so that way, if one's out, we don't miss a beat. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, give some flexibility to the guys that, you know, mm -hmm. Tony needs to go watch a baseball game, then, you know, we send him on his way. And if Chance needs to go coach, you know. So and then somebody else on the, in, the, in the crew can take up that, mm -hmm. that slack, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, That's, it's good to hear that there's so much opportunity, potential opportunity, just by having, you know, the tracks and the new locomotives. Yeah. Because I think, you know, the thought of a distribution center, and especially here, we have so much land space yeah. you know the tracks wide open you know that could that could be something that our economy it, here could 
it would flourish. be a real easy build out, mm -hmm. you know, because we are so flat mm -hmm. and so wide open. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we could easily set up a, you know, build a track into a piece of property. And if we need inside storage, put a building up. If we, you know, we're just doing outside storage, then you just build a pad. And, mm -hmm. and there may just be somebody listening right now that's interested in that kind of change in there. Yeah, um, and it doesn't matter the commodity. Uh, you know, we could do, there's a lot of people around here need aggregate from time to time, mm -hmm. you know, but fertilizers, whatever, mm -hmm. seed. I mean, just any any number of things. Mm -hmm. So how would they how would they get in touch with you? Give me a call. Just put the number out. 931-309-8721. All right. Can we have that number here in case somebody calls? Actually, I think yeah. we have it hanging in our office here at the end of the have it here so, already. Yeah, that's that's uh, good to know that you're open to suggestions and ideas. Yeah, hundred percent. If anyone has anything that they think they could contribute, I I love new ideas. So I don't. I'm not real. Uh, I'm not real good at being stagnant. Well, that's mm -hmm. a good. It, it shows too mm -hmm. with what you've been doing all your life, actually. With, with the trains, with railroads. I, I'm interested in uh, the whistle. I, I want to hear that thing go. I don't know what you call it, a horn or a whistle. Yeah. yeah. Um, are there special times when that, when that goes off? Or you, is it when you approach a, a crossing? Yeah, it's when you're approaching a crossing. Oh, and you'll, man, you'll hear two, two long blasts, a short blast, and then a long blast that finishes once you get your locomotive into the crossing. I'm all in favor of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the noisemakers uh, because all of that, uh, I mean, I obviously have shown my ignorance about railroads, but one thing I can be smart about is history. And uh, the railroad has always been a part of my history in terms of its sound. As a kid growing up where we lived and all of that, you know, I can, in my mind right now, I can hear the bell ringing. Yeah, you can go back to that. I can go back to that. I can hear the horn blow. And and, and there's another sound, the cha-cha-cha the, the sound, whatever that is. Yeah. As, as it approached uh, the crossing where we lived. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to the fact that there will be kids growing up in this town who will be able to look back and say, oh, I remember when the train came. Yeah. to Eads. Yeah. And history changed. And there was this there was this guy, I don't know where he was from, but he, he sure had a handle <laughs> on it. He had a, he had a handle on it. And yeah, this, we're you know, we're pretty excited. The locomotive showing up was a was a really big deal for us, you know, because we've been so we've been out here for well, I've been out here for about three and a half years. And um Obviously, been working on getting this railroad up and going. And people are asking, when, and, when, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, there's always, always. <laughs> well, it's taking us a little bit longer, a little bit longer. But oh yeah, yeah. We're we're a hundred percent, you know, up and going, and you know, we've got the nice new power on the property, and uh, we're excited to bring Santa into town. Actually, on a train <laughs> this year. Oh yeah, that's that. That'll work. I think there ought to be some kind of a dedication or, or a ceremony to say, okay, it's going now. We're here. We're, we're, uh, 
We're going to do some stuff like that at Mary on Main this year. Good. So, All right. Good. And that will be December 3rd. So we get that down, December yes. 3rd. All right. Now, one, the one thing I will say is, um, and I meant to tell this to Betsy for her article the other day, I know it's very cool to take prom pictures and homecoming pictures and class pictures and whatever kind of pictures on the railroad or on the, on the locomotives, but please, please, please don't. Uh, it is very dangerous. Oh, you mean to be out there on yeah. the, oh, sure. It's very dangerous. Um, I am going to have a day, um, and I will announce whatever that date is, and we may do it in conjunction with Mary on Main, but uh, I will have a day where, you know, if people want to come take pictures and come, you know, mm. climb up on the nose of the locomotive and get a picture taken, uh, we'll obviously have some waivers that I have to sign, but it'll be a controlled environment. I was going to say you'd have people there that yes. uh, know how to watch out, and yeah, it'll yeah. be a controlled environment and make for the safest, Absolutely. safest opportunity possible. So. Well, I I want to buy a ticket <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> and take a ride on that thing. <laughs> but we're looking forward to all of this and thank you Matt uh, man you have been a patient man as well over the last three and a half years uh, getting it done having to put up with the people asking oh you know what this AIDS America we love it so. <laughs> that's right we're this is the Garden of Eden, you know that, yes. don't you? Yeah, I, I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Raina, you have another question? No, that, that pretty well covers everything that, that Matt, I have. Matt Prince, thank you. We're going to have you in some more because we want to hear more as time goes by. Yeah. Uh, talking about this railroad and about you. Uh, there's some things about you we need to uncover, too, so... We'll just see oh, that doesn't sound very... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we, we, we're just glad to have you here, and thank you for this today. And uh, to our audience today, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Go Big Orange. <laughs>